Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. I was going to sing. I know you were. I know. I was going to be jingle bells, jingle bells. You also, you were going, you you didn't know that I was doing the intro. I was like, what a thing. Uh, Episode 18. There you go. I know. I make sure now I think of it beforehand. Oh, that's not as fun. I know. Just got to wing it. Wing it. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I'm catching you. Yeah, we're, I'm catching you on the second half of a podcast Listen, recording. I'm in high demand today. <laughs> I have podcast with Meg, podcast with you, and Bachelorette with your girlfriend. Yes. So I was in. I'm in high demand tonight. Everybody needs a little piece of mama tonight, which I love. Uh, and I kibosh dinner. I was like, you know what? Fend for yourself tonight, kitties. I don't mind. I really rarely do that. No, you don't. I'm going to start doing it more. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, at least that's a, at least we get a warning. Yeah, I did tell you around three o'clock. Yeah. Once I found out that dad didn't eat dinner because he had leftover stuff that I made last night. He's like, oh, I'm taking that to work. I was like, perfect. Guys, you're on your own. But that means I'm on my own too. So I'm like, oh, what am I going to eat? Anyways. Sushi bowl. Oh, I actually haven't had that in a really long time. Like last week. Okay, well, we've had sushi I'm a also, lot. I'm also not. That is, I know, that I know. is the one that makes comments. I don't care. You make whatever you want. It's what makes right? you happy. Maybe I will have a sushi bowl. It's Look a good at that. one. Giving you ideas. You really are. All right, so we got movie challenge this week yes. and another top 10 Christmas rankings. This time we're doing animated movies. Christmas movies. Christmas, yeah. Yes. Um. All right, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You start. I started last week first. Okay. Uh, so this week I watched Last Christmas, okay. uh, written, I actually don't know if it was written, directed by Paul Feig, mm-hmm. Feig, F-E-I-G. Um, I'm just going to say straight up, the yeah. first hour of this movie mm-hmm. is horrendous. <laughs> it is really bad. Really? It is really bad. Can I just, can I give a disclaimer? Sure. Okay. So last year it came, it came out like two, like last last Christmas came out last Christmas and everybody saw it and it didn't do well like it didn't whatever everyone was like I didn't like it I didn't like it so I never watched it because nobody liked it so I watched it about three or four weeks ago with dad and my expectations were so low that I actually thought it was cute like I was like oh it wasn't that bad because I had heard how bad it was you know my expectations were low and I, and, I and it was bad it was but it was only the first hour so okay. my number one thing yes why wasn't this movie just called George Michael Christmas right it's George Michael every 10 seconds George Michael songs. George, she's talking about George Michael. Is actually, I should, we should probably say what this movie yes, is about. Say what it's about first. So Amelia Clark. Uh, but don't say, don't spoil anything. No, the, okay. I did write, I did write about the twist, but I just said twist. Yes. Okay. Uh, Amelia Clark stars as Kate or Katarina. She is a, I think honestly, my the most interesting part, at least of the first half, was she is uh, her and her family defected from the former Yugoslavia during wartime, so Serbia, Croatia. Uh, she now doesn't really talk to her parents. She works as an elf in a Christmas store, but like a year-round Christmas store, which is kind of yeah. weird. She calls her boss Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also an aspiring singer where she um, she tries out, she auditions like twice during the movie, once is skating, which is honestly pretty impressive that uh, she goes skating once. And the reason she goes skating once is uh, Henry Golding stars as Tom. Mm-hmm. He is a 
you don't really know what he does. He volunteers at a homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. He bikes around and he always just tries to look at the positives and yes. show Amelia Clark the positives of life and look at all this happiness. She's really negative and um, kind of abuses her body, right? Like yeah, drinks she, a lot. She's just, she's kind of a hot mess. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like and I realized watching this is uh, there's a scene, there's kind of like a montage of her like sleeping at random guys' houses mm -hmm. and she's showering one morning and she gets caught by like the guy's girlfriend or wife or whatever and I realized that is the number one thing that makes me uncomfortable is move in movies mm. is people getting caught cheating. Yeah. Not that like it, I'm supporting cheaters, but I just when it happened, I just have a visceral like I have a physical reaction. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, it it said that so she's a classic bah humbug mm -hmm. during Christmas time. Works as an elf. Uh, bad luck and bad decisions. I think it's a lot more bad decisions than bad luck. Yeah. She does have uh. The Christmas before, she did have a heart. She has some kind of heart condition and mm -hmm. uh, got a got like a heart replacement. Yeah. Um, Transplant. That was the one. Um, I wrote that their. Do you remember what their dating app is called? No. Uh, Swiper. Nice. Which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, although I did write that it also. Um, it really, it tries too hard at some points to be funny. Because okay. if they treated this movie a little more seriously, especially with the whole, because this is going on during the time of Brexit and uh, a lot of people in England are not accepting like Serbian, Croatian, like the former Yugoslavia people. And there's a really powerful scene on a, uh, they're on like a city bus and this couple is talking in like their language and this guy yells like, uh, speak either speak my language or get out of my country mm. and she walks over and goes like hi i'm katarina like you're welcome in this country right um but yeah, it really tries it tries a little too hard to be funny yeah because there's a lot of seriousness there's a lot of depth to it um the one part i said really tries too hard to be funny but they have this scene where they're kind of having this mistranslation and it's um i will nail you to my dick oh, okay <laughs> because they're trying to say it as an insult back and forth but uh like cat or kate whatever her name was um the amelia clark speaks the language but it's not really she's not as fluent in it mm -hmm. as the rest of the family is right there is so the first hour is bad but i think okay. it's it's just meant i know she is meant to be bad and not a great person yes I also just didn't really find a reason why I should be rooting, rooting. for her. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Like, I know it's a main character and you're supposed to accept for someone from their flaws and maybe she's kind of like an anti-hero type of story. But it's as soon as she meets Tom and then she really starts to turn her life around. She's volunteering at the homeless shelter. Once we get... So I, I made sure to look at the time. So it's around the hour mark. She goes into Tom's apartment and they have this like really like intimate conversation I, they kiss at one point but it doesn't feel like sexual it was yeah. just kind of it's what her reaction was but his was just like no like let's let's not do it but he also didn't make her feel bad about it right right and he really kind of reinvigorates her life yeah it makes her look at the positives they go to this nice uh like feel like christmas garden. tree almost garden yeah garden. and you can see the stories of every, like he tells her like the little stories of everyone and yeah. she just goes okay i want to go talk to them and he's like well no this is we don't we don't share that information you're a part of this community and mm -hmm. we just keep those stories within us right so it definitely it has 
good intentions and the last 45-ish minutes are good. They're right. not like outstanding. Yeah. They're, they're redeeming enough because also I can say about the sister, that's not really a spoiler, is it? No, I don't think so, no. So her sister is a lesbian mm-hmm. and you could see that in the first scene because the first scene is back when they're in Yugoslavia and you don't know who is who because they're young, but you assume Amelia Clark's the one singing once you realize she is a singer and... Her sister's kind of like making eyes with one of the girls. Right. So they give you that little clue. So I'm like, okay, that's going to come back that someone is gay. And she ends up outing her sister in front of her parents. Right. It's something, though, where it was the only time where I thought she's not right for doing that. But her sister also just like rags on her and just. Yeah. Takes, she's hard on her. It takes every opportunity to say, oh, you're the golden child just because you had you were sick. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I wrote the first hour is bad, uh, but it changes once they're together. So yeah, the second half is redeeming, and we're not. I'm not gonna say the twist because it is really good. Mm-hmm. I will give credit to my girlfriend. She was like half watching. She was watching uh, wrapping Christmas presents, and she like not like fully called it, but pretty much called it enough. Right. Um. Dad did. He called it. Hmm. But then once once you realize that. And you have to watch the movie. And I actually would say for the first hour being bad, I would still say it's worth watching. Right. That's kind of, I guess, the way it ended for me. I was kind of like, yeah, that was good. Maybe I just forgot about kind of the beginning or whatever. But I was like, okay. Like I was I was just pleasantly surprised because of the negative reaction yes. I'd already gotten. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I the it was just because as soon as it started with George Michael, I'm like, oh, cool. George Michael. So I wrote... George Michael, because like it's cool that they used him. Last Christmas, yeah. like every ten seconds. Yeah, it 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 was a lot. Yeah, it, it would have been more worth it if I don't know if there was like a reason to just use his music that much because mm-hmm. it wasn't just like Christmas music; it was just all of his songs. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Which I guess if you're sticking with a theme, I, I guess I get it. Maybe I'm just nitpicking because I yeah. didn't really like it. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fine. But again, that's fair. I, I'd, I'd say watch it, especially because you get the twist and the reaction yes. of the twist of just when the characters realize yes what has happened or happening yes it's it's incredible and it shows off Amelia Clark is definitely someone who we've paid attention to for quite a few years now because mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones and it's someone where you definitely get concerned where she could fall into and I think this isn't really the most fair comparison but Daniel Radcliffe most people are going to think of his him as Harry Potter, no matter no matter what he does. He did like Swiss Army Man, where like he wasn't alive, but like he could do things with his body. It didn't really make sense. I think he was like brain dead. He did like Guns Akimbo, which was like a action movie. But I think everyone's just going to think of him as Harry Potter. And yeah, I think she's has enough because you could see the range in this movie. But I think it's definitely it's definitely concern moving forward. That is yeah. she just going to get remembered for Game of Thrones? Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard for her because also, like, will she get offered roles because people won't be able to see her in that role? You know, it's not even about, um, like, she. it's not even about what she would choose. It's like, what is she being offered to, right? Or or, try, or auditioning for, right? So mm-hmm. it'll be, I think she'll have a hard time. It's like getting pigeonholed into anything you, as an actor, I would presume that's the least thing you want to do unless you're just happy working, but which I guess that would be, you know, nice, but you don't want to be pigeonholed into 
one thing. So maybe because she's going like she did Game of Thrones, she went a little lighter of the romantic comedy sort of route. And um, even like it was comedy, but you no, know. I I know what you mean that she kind of. And she's like very like self-deprecating like kind of character. Yeah, very different than our Game of Thrones. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it was good that you could see her range of that, especially because now you have this like Game of Thrones where she's this like ruthless leader. Yeah. Then you get this movie where she's just kind of the hot mess is the perfect way to say it. And then you see her in real life, and she's the most like happy, cheery yeah, person you could imagine. She looks like a sweetheart for sure. All right, and that's. Yeah, that's really all I, I really like because Henry Golding was also the yeah. like lead in Crazy Rich Asian. He's really good, actually. He's an incredible actor because yeah. he was also in a movie that I definitely, if I'm making suggestions for what you want to give me to watch the new year, The Gentleman is definitely one that Ooh, I just yeah. want to watch. I haven't seen it either, so maybe that could be a new year one. Perfect. Well, good. put it on the list. Put it on the list. All right, your movie this um, week. You have so many notes, and I don't. <laughs> okay, it's, it's I watched. A, I, I think I think my movie was definitely there was more to talk about. I don't think the night before, no. which is your movie, has as much to talk about. Yeah. Okay, so I watched the night before. It has Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, and Joseph, Gordon Joseph Levitt. You. You mix. Oh my God. Gordon Joseph. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yep. I think I have dyslexia sometimes. Honest to God, I do. Because you were going to get it right and then you switched. And then I switched it. Um, okay, so Joseph Gordon Levitt's parents die, and which is really sad, obviously. I kind of said it like casually there. Sorry. So he loses his parents and his two friends. So Anthony Mackie and Seth Rogen start a New Year's Eve tradition where they, they, um, they go out and they do like karaoke. So and- New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve? You said New Year's Eve. Wow, I'm really off my game. I'm See, so I'm sorry. Get, I'm getting you in the second half of a podcast. It's, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Ready? Christmas Eve. Done. Okay, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. So they go out and they do like, they eat Chinese food, they karaoke. They have this whole like tradition. So they do it for about 10 years, but they've always wanted to go to this, like they call it the, the holy grail of Christmas parties. And they've always, because... 10 years prior, they, you know, these people walk into a bar and they're all like, oh, you haven't been to this party. It's amazing. And so they're always trying to get to it, but they can never find it. So this is the last year they're going to do it because Seth Rogen's having a baby and Anthony Mackie's um, a basketball. Oh, what? What? Football? Oh my gosh. Sorry. He's a sporty person. Sporty person. He's a sporty person. So he's... um. So it's kind of the last night they're going to do it. And and anyways, they come across these tickets and they get to go to it. Um, my favorite part um, as a whole, I have to say, not my type of movie at all. It's silly and it's whatever. But um, Seth Rogen is married um, and, and they're expecting a baby. And his his wife hands him a box of drugs. And it's just like, you know what? You've been so focused on us and I want you to go out and have the best time. I'm like, that is a kick-ass wife. Like I was like, good for you, right? So he proceeds to take a lot of the stuff and it's he's 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 a he's a mess. And Anthony Mackie is trying to get the what team is it? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. Oh, he didn't find it. Oh, okay. He, he plays football though. Okay. So he's trying to get the, the football team to like him better. And, and so he's, he's going at, he, his mission that night is to find drugs for this guy quarterback. And then anyways, they go to, they end up at the party and then there's like an X and there's, it's, it's kind of, um, I feel like the movie was, it was like they were trying to pack in a lot. It felt a little chaotic to me at times. Like I felt like, I wasn't really sure. I felt like they should have picked more of one direction 
and gone in that. I felt like, you know, all three of them were on their own journeys and it was a bit crazy. Michael Shannon was actually really funny because he was the drug dealer. Mr. White, I think his name was. Mr. Green. Anyways, it doesn't matter, but I mean I have I have their thing pulled up. Mr. Green? I think it's green because it's drugs. If yeah, I had... Mr. Green. Okay. So he yeah, he worked at the high school and he provides the kids with drugs and um not when they're in high school, like at this this particular night. So it had moments that I, I, I thought were fun, but it as a as a whole, like it definitely not my type of movie. Um yeah, just a bit of a bit of a mess to me but the ending what I did like about it though is they um they did all kind of have you know they went into the night with uh certain expectations or things they were maybe needing to work on and it did kind of resolve itself you know like Seth Rogen just kind of wanted to have a crazy night Anthony Mackie decided I don't care if these guys like me because I have my friends and 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 Joseph Gordon-Levitt you know, I think he, with his parents, he had some things he needed to deal with and he had an ex and he had, you know, actually my favorite part of the movie is when Miley Cyrus was at the party and they sang Wrecking Ball. I was like, yeah, I'm into this. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was what it was. Did you like the movie? Um, I did. I think it's, I'll probably rewatch it just cause it's the Christmas season. Um, it, I would just, I remember watching it and not, because it's a Seth Rogen movie, the only time I've ever had high expectations for a movie that he did was Sausage Party, and I think mm. that it. Oh yeah, no, it, that was great. I just ne- I never I never go into it thinking thinking I'm gonna watch not like not that they're not good movies, but I'm not about to watch a cinematic masterpiece. Yes, that it is. Yes, it's a movie that you go in to have fun, and you're gonna have fun. Yeah, the story isn't that important. I think it could have been better though for me. Like it could have been, I think the idea there is great about these three friends that have this tradition. They're kind of going through their life things. They come together on this night. They, you know, but it just, like I said, it felt a little chaotic and it felt like a lot of the times they weren't even together and they were doing their own thing and they were, I don't know, there was just something and I I can't quite pinpoint. I was trying to figure it out earlier today. I was like, what can I say of how, like explaining what it was I was missing? But sometimes those things are hard because it's just like, I don't know. I just was having trouble like bonding with it or being in it, you know? I think it's probably not that it's probably just something you're are you going to say because I'm old? No, not old. You're just trying to dance around that? <laughs> no, no, not old, but it's like having a group of friends, like having just your two other friends in this tradition. I just don't think it's something, and I don't have it either, where I have something specific that I do with someone on a specific day. Yeah. I just think that's that's why we wouldn't relate to it as much. Right. No, I like I said, I loved the traditional part of it, and I loved that these two friends always showed up for him. Um, but yeah. Like I, yeah, I just think it was, it was lacking a little something, but I can see why people would like it. Cause it's just kind of fun and easy and that is, it, it doesn't need that substance. That yes. it's just a fun comedy. It's just a fun, crazy night. But I think that's what you do as a movie. And I think a lot of people do it is you look for something deeper. Probably. Yeah. Where that movie is, it's pretty, not, I don't want to say shallow, but it's not, it'll talk about the Christmas spirit, but it's not really like they're going to, their way of showing the Christmas spirit is Joseph Gordon Levitt, Levitt getting beat up by two drunk Santas. Right. Yes. There was that too. Yeah. But yeah, the, I, I forgot that some, obviously Miley Cyrus, James Franco plays himself yeah, in it. Yeah. And That's a weird scene too. Yeah. It's, it is, it's weird because <laughs> you just, 
you know that they know each other especially yeah. like seth rogan and james franco like they go back to the uh, what was the show with jason siegel and uh freaks and geeks yeah like they go that's how i mean i'm sure they go back maybe even a little further than that but you just see them interact and it's like just you guys know each other why yeah. why are we pretending that you don't yeah yeah that's it for all right. me all right. uh so let's get into our top 10 animated christmas movies do you have actually 10 i do i have nine um i've found 11 wow because okay. there, there was one i didn't put on because i've i found 10 and 9 are pretty much the same i just couldn't remember they're like sequels of each other so oh, okay um you go first then because i only have nine okay so the one i didn't put on was nightmare before christmas oh, okay do you have that yeah oh, okay um then 10 was mickey mickey mouse's twice upon a christmas okay and my number nine is mickey's once upon a once upon a christmas okay i don't really remember the difference between them but mickey mouse and christmas right well disney i don't have either of those on my list my number nine is rudolph the red-nosed reindeer which i know is not really like animated but it is it's animated well there's also there's also a lot of different versions it's like a claymation claymation one i was thinking there is an animated one yeah so that's my number nine. But just it's a you can't go wrong with Rudolph. No, it's a, I mean he saves the night. No, yeah. like I have it a little higher. Okay. Um, I love when we play this game and you're like, oh, I have it higher. Uh, oh, you have it there. I have it higher. Uh, my number eight was another one you're not gonna have, but it was a very merry poo year. Aw, we Winnie need the, the poo. poo. I love those stories. So, can I we want... talk about your um, stockings? Have we talked about them on here? Uh, no, but I can. You can. You could say what you want, and I'm gonna defend it. Okay, so I bought Meg and Jack, Winnie the Pooh, your Winnie the Pooh, Meg is Tigger stockings when they were babies. And these two will not give these stockings up. First of all, they're super tiny. Okay, they don't fit stuff. And it's they're, they're, the top of the stocking is like a head, like a stuffed animal head of it. So you can't get things in it very easily. Like it was just meant to be a little, you know, Oh, your kids were going to have these stockings and these two will not give these stockings up. No, and I still <laughs> I still won't. I will keep them for as long as possible. Now you just fill two stockings, which I honestly think is it's the smarter <laughs> move for us. It's I have to fill two because the other one's tiny. It doesn't hold anything. It's You want us to just give up our Christmas spirit like that? All right, it's, all right. <laughs> it's not that serious, but it's just I don't know. For me it's just it's every Christmas. If it's you It's a tradition. Yeah. I know. I'm okay if they're like there. I just don't know why you need them filled. And you're both are very like, that's my stocking though. And I'm like, okay. so let me get the second one then. Yeah. But that's why. I mean, you just put little things in there because yeah, it's our little, it's our little one. The little one, the beepy one. Then you can put in our shampoo and whatever in the other one. Exactly. Body wash. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Usually because I, I buy my own, or not buy my own, but like I, there's a lot of dudes that have like seven in one where it's like oh, shampoo, body wash, face, face. Dad has that. Yeah. He likes uh, that. Toothpaste. <laughs> ketchup. Deodorant. Yeah. Deodorant. <laughs> Just have it all. Yeah. Okay. So my number eight, you did eight, right? Yeah. Very yeah. Mary Pooh year. Right. Because we got in the stocking thing. My number eight is Frosty the Snowman. Thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump. Uh, yeah, love that one. That one's a, that's Oli. It's an oldie and a goodie. 
Nah. But it's just, it's timeless. It'll always be relevant. It is. And you, like, it's just, we watch it every year. Like, it's just like Rudolph, Frosty, you have those that you just, you, you watch every year because that's what Christmas season you do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my number seven is A Christmas Carol. Okay. The I picked the Disney version because uh, it was Jim Carrey who did the voice of Ebenezer Scrooge. And I mean, again, classic Christmas story is really just again the like classic bah humbug that needs three ghosts to haunt him in order to realize he's a bad person yeah it's funny watching these with like a movie watcher's perspective or like a grown-up perspective of like wow he's this guy is horrible he's not giving this kid money even <laughs> though his dad works for them and the kid has like polio <laughs> right I and know. he's like walking with a crutch yeah and he's just such a scrooge he is but, yeah no. classic classic christmas story it is you gotta have that on there I don't have it on mine, but you sh- you should. Thank no. you. <laughs> um, okay, my number seven is Klaus. Have you heard of this one? I have. I saw it on the list, but I, I didn't watch it, so I didn't put it on. So I think you should watch it. It's Aren't we really... watching together? I no. know. We're watching a lot. Aren't we? I don't know. Are we? Are we? <laughs> we're watching. Aren't we watching? Uh... Well, we were going to watch Unaccompanied Minors. Yeah. And we're going to watch Home Alone, but you said there was another oh, one. Oh, right. I do remember what you're talking about. Okay. Um, okay. Well, Klaus, I think we should watch at some point together Okay. over the Christmas season. Um, so it was nominated for an Oscar, but guess what it lost to? Um, can you tell me, is it that year that you wrote down? Yes. So if it was last year, it would have been Spider-Man. Uh, it was Toy Story 4. Really? Oh, yeah. Spider-Man yeah. was the year before. Yeah. So it lost that, but it's a really good story and it's be, it's really well done. So I think you should watch it. Okay, I will watch it. Do you okay. think I'm going to read off your list? Yeah, I do. I'm like covering my list. All right, my number six, we already mentioned it. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. It's yep. good classic Christmas story, bright red nose. and He's different. Saves and then the it day. just shows that the, everyone can be different. And you can still be special. Yes, look at us. Oh, the Christmas spirit is alive and well today. <laughs> Uh, my number six is Grinch, 1966, old classic one. Um, yeah, I love the Grinch story, right? I mean, it just shows the, the you know, the grumpy, I'm going to steal all of the things that I'm going to take away, spoil their Christmas. And it doesn't because they don't need all that stuff because they have each other and they can sing and they can be together. And Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou who? Um, my only thing I have to say, because obviously the Grinch became a live action with Jim Carrey. I have only in the last, because I used to, it was definitely when I was younger, I was 100% scared of the Grinch. Now mm-hmm. it's just kind of, I watched, I like the old one. I like the, like, the, that original animated one. I haven't fully gotten, I'll probably watch, like, the live action Grinch this yeah. this Christmas season. Uh, my girlfriend, though, watched the newest one, the 20, I think it was, like, 2018, okay. the Grinch. And she could have, she couldn't have hated it more. Really? She just didn't like, like they. She said they changed the story too much. And oh, it is just it live? Act, is it animated or? Yeah, live? It's animated. Oh, okay. It's like kind of like a more modern looking version of it. I don't like when they do that. Yeah, and she just like, and I was like off doing homework, and I came to check on her just to see what she was doing. She's like, I can't stand this movie. Wow. And, well, because she really likes The Grinch, so well, like, she didn't you, like how yeah. they change it and. It was a little more like peppy and upbeat. No, you got to keep it, right? Yeah. Can't go messing with like. No, because he has to be cynical until yes. until he realizes what Christmas is all about. Yes. 
All right, so that's your six. My number five, Frosty the Snowman. Again, Frosty. classic. You got to watch it every year. And yep. Thumpity, thump, 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 thump. Look at Frosty. <laughs> Over the hills of snow. <laughs> I'm such a good singer. You are. We're both really good. All right, five. See, we're just looking at my list. My number five is Nightmare Before Christmas, which is Tim Burton. And it's kind of amalgamation of like Halloween with Christmas, but that is, it is a debate that people have of whether it I is. I mean, it has Christmas, Christmas in, the- in the title, so I figured I was pretty safe with that. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't say it's a movie. It's not like one I have to watch every year, but I can appreciate how much time and energy must have gone into that. It's um, like a visually spectacular. Visually movie. is just, I mean, so stunning. So, and it's Mike's favorite. So. And I was going to say, and it's Tim Burton who Tim Burton, always makes, uh, I'll say weird. He makes weird stuff. Yeah, he's quirky and weird. Quirky? Okay, he's weird. But I mean. Or I mean, like off, he's just off. off I don't want to say weird because I don't know the, if people Off the beaten. It. I mean, weird does not mean bad. No, he, I he did love like weird. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, he did, he did a just, Batman he, at one point. Like, his um his visual, like his his imagination must be insane. Like to be in his brain would be pretty fantastic. I isn't think. he Edward Scissorhands too? I'm, yeah, he has to be. Yeah. <laughs> Who else would do that? Yeah. All right. Um, my, I'm four. Yeah. See, he I'm, keeps looking at my list, you guys. He's he's cheating. Yeah, I moved your mic. Just, you did move my just, mic. Okay, good. Build a wall. <laughs> I'm going to build a wall. Build the wall like Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, Four? Yes. My number four is Shrek the Halls. Yay. I have it on my list, but it's higher. I do always say that. <laughs> um, okay, then I'll just talk about it once it's yours. So okay. your number four. Is Arthur's Perfect Christmas. Again, I have that. But higher? Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about it when you do it. Okay. Uh, my number three it's Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. <laughs> how? How do we how do we have these movies still? I know. Okay, so then you're number two. So no, my number three is Shrek the Halls. Oh, okay. Then let's talk about Shrek okay, the Halls. So that's... Shrek the Halls for me is one of those family like we always quote I think we know every line. Like we know well, we yeah. know a lot. Yeah. Well, because it's like a it it starts off in like the summer because like Donkey loves Christmas and is always talking about Christmas. Yeah, Shrek the countdown is. of Christmas and and then I mean I think probably the most spectacular scene of that is like Shrek has to go get decorations or even like figure out what to do for Christmas and he's like on this long walk and it's this dramatic like that's always in dramatic movies like oh yeah, uh, 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 uh. yeah. really good thank you um. So he's like walking through the snow and he gets in and he ends up getting the book like Christmas for Idiots. Yeah. And his decorating's horrible. Like a toilet seat is his wreath. wreath. Yeah. Wreath? Wreath. Oh, I was thinking a reef. No. Wreath. Reefer. No. There you go. <laughs> a I'm, wreath. Wreath. And then, so yeah, it's it's, it's a great, I mean, Shrek, a lot of these Christmas stories go, who is the bot humbug and... Yes. Like they invite everybody over for Christmas. And- well, he wants it to just be his family because mm-hmm. he's like, I just want a family Christmas. So Donkey takes that as like, well, everybody's coming then. Nah. So and then, you know, this, you know, then the, I don't know. It's not the way Shrek wants it and fights and people all leave. And then he realizes he wants everyone there. And I don't know. It's just like they have their three babies and it's so cute. Yeah. I'm I exci- love it. I'm excited to watch that one. I know. We have so much to watch. Um. 
Go oh, wait. So your <laughs> what are we on? So my number. You just did your three, okay, which so was Shrek the Halls. Shrek the Halls. So my number two is Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay, let's talk about Charlie Brown Christmas because okay. that's my number three. Okay. Um, again, I there's not really a, a bah humbug really in this one. Um, because like no. Charlie, like Charlie is kind of just kind always. Of. But yeah, I just I love this movie. Like I I love that like the the, the song. piano, the song. Like it just as soon as you hear it, you know what's coming. And we have a we have a great story out of that. Tell me, Dirty Boy. Oh, Dirty Boy. Where there's just Dirty Boy, and you guys are watching it, and I'm downstairs, and Meg's upstairs. She Meg comes down, she goes, "Oh, it's Dirty Boy," <laughs> and then I I come upstairs maybe two minutes later mm-hmm. and go. Hey, it's Dirty, Dirty Boy. Boy. But just... you guys did that all throughout your whole life. You were always like saying the exact same thing. Yes. Unprompted. Yes, unprompted. Yeah, I love Charlie Brown Christmas. But I don't know now. I'm going to truck the halls, maybe number two. Anyways. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, my number two, Arthur's Perfect Christmas. Yes. Arthur, growing up, 100% oh. my favorite show, Untouched. Just you and perfection. Meg both. Like, you loved it. You guys love. So I'm going to say I like Arthur's Perfect Christmas, but not the musical one. Oh, no. The musical one's not that good. No. We like the just the just the regular one non-musical. There's like, in the regular one, there's like occasional singing, but. Yeah, but the other one's like a musical. Like a full-on musical. Yeah. But like, in the original, like the original one, there's like, it's Baxter Day, because that's what, ba- uh buster buster baxter yeah buster baxter and his mom do because it's just them two like they don't do christmas they just go and have fun for the day but she always wants to make it so perfect and and he just wants to have a day with her and she's you know a lot of moms suffer from this is like you work so hard because you want everything to be so perfect right for your kids and you want it to be magical and uh, it's the best christmas ever you know and so he just finally is like, I just want to have a day with you. <laughs> like, I just want to have a Baxter day. And yeah, yeah. it was really cute. Like that, so. that, that story, especially the, like the main story isn't like, isn't great, but it's also just like how Arthur episodes went. Like DW just, she wants to open her present so bad and she wrote it. She has one specific present that she has to get and it's sold out and yeah. it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, There's two really funny parts that always sticks out, which is, Arthur's like having like he I think he's having like uh not like a dream but like imagining like Christmas Christmas he has one where it's like oh my god Arthur you got all the perfect gifts and amazing but then he has the other one where it's like uh Arthur this is terrible like you're such a bad son or whatever and then just Binky like Binky Barnes like the bullies there and he's just like ha loser and it's like Binky what are you doing here (laughs) or um I think it's the mom's brother yes who's just like clumsy and just he's mm-hmm. just an absolute hot mess there's two or one he's shaving in the morning and dw thinks he's santa yeah but then they also call him a bull in the china shop because he just like breaks, breaks everything everything and kind of and almost almost ruins the christmas yeah he does he does he also does when he's like leaving he hits the fence i, I think when he comes in too he hits the fence and then they fix it and he hits it again it's yeah it's just it's a really fun cute it's family just, for me it's so nostalgic for you too right like it will always be that one and you know it's really hard to find too like we've tried on like just seeing if it's coming up or whatever like it's it's a tough one to find it's like we're gonna have to tape it and just like leave it on our pvr all year or something yeah <laughs> that or we just we find it yes in at on dvd you mean yeah we'll go to walmart and buy it okay um so wait, so we're we're good. We're on to number one. 
what was your two then? My number two with Arthur's. Arthur's. Okay. So our number one are the same. Obviously. Once again, the best Christmas movie of all time. It is. Nightmare Before no. Christmas. <laughs> I got Good. you with Gremlins last yeah, time. Yeah, you did but last this, time. This is, a, this is an untouchable Christmas movie. This I'm, is my all-time favorite even more than the live action. Like, yeah. this is my all-time favorite it Christmas is just, movie. It is just the most, like, warm, heartening. And I'm just thinking, we should just talk about it and not say what it is. That'd be so funny. No, nah, we nah. can't do that. Polar Express. Polar Express. Just you get Tom Hanks as oh, the conductor. Just it. a great one of the best. Like obviously he's an incredible actor, but just as a voice actor, mm-hmm. he's just like so powerful, and it's just fun Christmas movie. The parents don't believe in Christmas, and this kid goes on a, on this train on an adventure. They have the fun musical like hot chocolate scene. Hot, everyone, hot, hot chocolate. Yeah, and ah, so good. There's some. There's also great, like, it's become a modern, not even modern, but just, like, a funny where there's, like, the nerdy kid that's, yes. like, really annoying, and people have turned him into a meme. There's the, uh, there's one kid, and I can't remember what his... Yeah, I can't remember. He has no money. Like, he's he's pretty poor, right? He yeah. lives on kind of a rundown house and kind of ripped pajamas and whatnot, and, yeah, he has to, he kind of stays, he doesn't come with the kids right away. They have to kind of lure him in. There's, yeah, it's just an adventure. They're going to see Santa in the North like Pole. Going on this train, isn't that where they're like going on? They're like on a lake, and like yes. they run out of tracks and yeah, because the pretty, tracks under and it's pretty pretty intense, especially yeah. for like a kids movie. And then obviously you get to the end and just just I was about to say visually spectacular, but oh, also yes. just the way they use the music and then. The way, because the one Christmas present the kid gets is a it's a bell, isn't yeah. it? And he can't hear it because mm-hmm. he doesn't believe he in doesn't Christmas. Believe. Yeah. And then his sister can hear it, and then eventually he can hear it, but his parents can't hear it. Yeah. And it's his way of testing if someone believes in Christmas or not. Yeah, because Christmas morning the parents pick up the bell and they're like, oh, it's it doesn't work. But the kids can hear it. But the kids can hear it. It is a really, because Santa gives it to him and he's like, I can't, I can't hear it. Yeah. I can't hear it. And then eventually, I think it's, it's not like right at the end, but it's towards no, yeah. the end. He and starts then, going, okay, I believe, I believe. Because he then just also, wants to hear that bell. And then, and, then he just, I, and then he does hear it. And it's so beautiful. It's so good. And there's, it's, and there's, and there's elements of that movie we're forgetting because oh it's my just, gosh. Such, it's just it's such so a journey. Layered. And yeah, I like when he does the gold, the tickets, the golden ticket. And he writes just like the, like one letter, but he does one letter at first. And then at the end he finishes it. And I think it's just good because each kid got what they kind of need, the word that they needed. Everyone got them. a personal message. Yeah. I love this movie. Like, it is the ultimate, to me, that when I think of it, it is the ultimate Christmas magic movie. It is. And guess what I'm going to be watching on Saturday night while I wrap presents? Polar Express. Without us? Well, I'll watch it again. I was gonna say it's 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 not one you can't you can watch it all the time. Oh, I could watch it year round. I don't need that, but I just want I'm gonna be wrapping presents Saturday night, and that's what I'm gonna be watching. That's and I'm a, so excited. As it should be. That's that's a great plan. I know. All right, that's our. Do we gonna? We still got some time if you wanna. I got a couple of things we can talk about. Mando. Yeah, Mandalorian chapter fourteen, the I tragedy. Know. One, one, because we were all excited for it, and as soon as you saw the tragedy, I think we all just paused and thought, "Oh, oh no. God, yes. what could this be?" Yes, and an episode that doesn't, because most of the episodes I feel like move around a lot. This is pretty much set in one location. Yeah, yeah. On the planet, you, 
get Grogu, which I was going to say that we know Grogu. Yeah, Grogu uh, goes on this stone to try to reach out for another Jedi. Yeah. Is doing it for an inordinate amount of time. Pretty much the whole episode. Yeah, that's what it feels like. (laughs) Yeah, where you're like, okay, kid, you got to stop. Like, come on, (laughs) come on. It's dangerous. There's people here trying to get you. Yeah, the rebellion, or not the rebellion, the Empire is still chasing after Grogu. They blow up Mando's ship, Mm -hmm. which was pretty big. Yeah. Um, And then Boba Fett, who was at the end, I think, of the first episode, because he is a Mandalorian, technically just based on armor. He was in the original trilogies as uh, Darth Vader's main... um, Why can't I think of the word that he... Bounty hunter, which is what Mando is, too. Yeah. Yeah. he gets his, he gets his armor back, which was a pretty cool moment yeah. because he just kind of like sneaks into Mando's ship before it's blown up, and yep. then seconds later it's blown up. Um, you never got to everyone complained about Boba Fett because he never really in the original trilogy they didn't really give him time to like physically do anything. Oh, okay, he was just kind of more of like the stoic figure, but in this, like I remember you saying it, like very violent. Like, yeah, it was probably the most. Yeah. But I, like the way he fights is probably the most violent. Yeah, like it's not just seen. shooting. Like he's no, like he's, punching and he has like a sword or like a knife that comes out of yeah, his armor. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he was pretty violent. Like the other ones have been like, I don't know, you just shoot them with a little lightsaber thingy and then they're dead. But this one is like beating them up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess now, so we have two episodes left. I know. I'm so stressed out. I hate when these things happen, when well, they come to the end, because you've just invested every Friday night. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do this week. Um, I have an idea. I mean, I guess it'll be tight. I think we'll, we'll make it work. Okay. If not Friday, we can do Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. It's hard, though. If you, I, I, This is kind of one where if we watch it separately and maybe watch it together yeah a second or third time we watch it because i'm okay if you want to watch it with dad i mean you know i'm home at a decent hour that we could get it done before he goes to work but i we'll th- see. i think we can make that work you think so yeah it's amazing what we can accomplish when, when we... we put our mind to it yes <laughs> the other thing i have to that i wanted to talk about was there was some pretty big marvel news this week okay uh spider-man 3 which has been filming in atlanta for the past few weeks has gotten a lot of uh actor character return buzz kind of thing okay so in this movie so obviously we're waiting for i think next week they're doing a bunch of like official announcements about like wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier and then spider-man 3 but they're going to include the multiverse because they've already said or it is assumed that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire mm. are going to return as their Spider-Man or like reprising their Spider-Man roles. They did say though that they have it seems like there's enough script where if they don't sign on that they still have enough of a movie which oh, okay. made me feel better that they're, they're not, not putting just going to all... focus on that that they're <clears throat> going to be a small part of the movie but the other people that are returning Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro oh, okay. from The Amazing Spider-Man Andrew Garfield uh andrew garfield's not even trilogy but uh and then alfred molina who played uh dr octopus in the original trilogy is returning for this movie as well wow um and then the it became more of a rumor this week that kirsten dunce and emma stone might return as their characters 
The only thing that worries me is that they might just be doing a little too much. That there uh, might not yeah, be there's enough. A lot. There's a, a, a lot of like returning. You're putting a lot of a lot of energy into one movie where yeah. Especially if like you like where do you go after that kind of thing, right? When you I, go I, that big. Yeah, I have a feeling so the the thing that I think they're trying to set up, especially with the villains, is there's like a classic Spider Man like villain group that was called the Sinister Six. So okay. it seems like they're trying to get six villains together. So if you think right now you could get Mysterio, there's mm-hmm. could be back, uh the Vulture, Michael Keaton. He met a guy in prison who is presumably the Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Um there was another Craven the Hunter, but there wasn't really anyone in that, so you probably would have to cast someone else. Uh, Alfred Molina, Doctor Octopus, Jamie Foxx, Electro, and then the sixth one, you could kind of, you Just, could find someone. Yeah, yeah. You could find some. Maybe that's the person that brings it all together, or something. You know, they're like, yeah, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I definitely am. And one division is in January, supposed right? To, supposed to, it was supposed to be December. Now it's assumed to be January. Right, right. And official announcements are supposed to be next week. Well, Merry Christmas to us. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah. So we got one more Christmas episode. One more Christmas episode. We're going to take a bit of a break and then we'll come back in 2021 with, right? Like one more fresh, next week. Yeah. yeah. Fresh content. And then we'll have Mando next week and... We're probably going to do a little bonus episode for once the Mandalorian finishes. Yes. And we're going to bring on a very special guest. Very special guest. All right. You got yeah. anything else, Case? I got nothing. All right. Thanks. You got You got through two podcasts. I know. And now I get to go watch Bachelorette. <laughs> two right. episodes I have. Fun times. <laughs> I'm going to do homework. With the sushi bowl. God, life is great. <laughs> All right. And then besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.